Hello, and it is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021, and the podcast is being recorded very late in the day, but it's being recorded on Wednesday, so hey, that's a win. All right, so Monday we looked at what's your passion, and today we're going to kind of talk about what fuels your passion. So we're going to be looking at two different verses one from 1 Corinthians 10.31, and then Ephesians 2.10. So if you want to put your finger in those two, if you're reading and following along with me, or if not, I'm going to be reading them to you. So I'm Lisa. I'm your host here at One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And each week we do a series on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, And this week's series is What's Your Passion? And Monday we just talked about what is your passion and, you know, why and are you following your passion? And today we're going to talk about fueling your passion. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 10.31 first from the NIV. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 from The Voice, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or not, do it all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 from The Passion Translation, whether you eat or drink, live your life in a way that glorifies and honors God. And then we're also going to look at Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10 from the NIV. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2.10 from the voice. For we are the product of his hand, heaven's poetry etched on lives, created in the anointed Jesus to accomplish the good works God arranged long ago. And then Ephesians 2.10 from the Passion Translation. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Ephesians 2.10 What's your passion and what are you doing to fuel that passion? Are you wondering what these verses have to do with fueling your passion? I hope you're asking yourself that question. 1 Corinthians 10.31 from the Passion Translation. Whether you eat or drink, live your life in a way that glorifies and honors God. And then Ephesians 2.10. We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. In a sense, these verses are not 
telling you what you need to do to fuel your passion, right? All you need is faith. And with faith, your passion will be fueled. So you're really not fueling the passion itself. You're fueling your faith, which is spending that time in prayer. It's attending a small group. It's exercising and take care of yourself. It's, you know, meditating on the scriptures and fellowshipping with other others. You need to fuel your faith and pray and ask God to, you know, be there for you and encourage you. And that's what's going to fuel your passion. Because First Corinthians tells you, tells me, tells us, <laughs> whether we eat or drink, we need to live in a way that glorifies and honors God. And when you have prayed and listened and you are living a life to live out what you are passionate about that aligns with God's will for your life and you live your life in that way, you glorify and honor God. And when you are glorifying and honoring God, it will encourage you in an eternal way that will fuel your passion. It's going to fuel the passion founded in faith. <clears throat> and that is more important than anything. You know, I'm maybe you were sitting here going, oh, so she's going to be talking to me about goal setting and planning and, you know professional development to be the best version of myself that I can be that has nothing to do with it it has to do living your life in a way that glorifies and honors God when you're pursuing the passion that he's instilled in you and obeying his word and obeying his will and his calling on your life that will fuel your passion and just like Ephesians 2.10 tells us, I, I am like, oh, I just, I like poetry. So that's probably why I enjoy this verse and this uh, translation. Ephesians 2.10. You have become God's poetry. You are God's poetry. And what adjectives do you think of? Or what do you think of when you're thinking of poetry? You know that, I mean, to me, poetry is um, oh my gosh, the word just escaped my brain. And that is terrible because you can't see me like grasping at my head, trying to pull it out. Literally, I was sitting there. Um, Poetry helps us to envision and create a picture in our mind of something. And it 
can be musical. It can be uplifting. It can be inspiring. Um, poetry is lyrical. Poetry can be romantic. It can be uplifting, inspiring, encouraging, sappy, emotional, figurative, fictional. It can be long. It can be short. Poetry can be broken and broken and poetry can be well planned. Poetry can be written words on a paper or poetry can be something that we hear spoken by another. Poetry could be the leaves, the sound the leaves make in the wind. And in this verse, in Ephesians 2, you have become God's poetry. You are whimsical and broken and healed and encouraging and uplifting. You can be sappy. You can be silly. You can be whimsical. You are God's poetry. You are a recreated person to fulfill the destiny that God has given you. Because you're joined to Jesus, the anointed one through the Holy Spirit. And this did not happen yesterday. It didn't happen last week. Because Ephesians 2.10 tells us, even before you were born. Even before you were born. God planned in advance your destiny. And he planned in advance the good works that you would do to fulfill that destiny. God created you. And in Psalm 139, he talks about how you are special and uniquely made. And you are his poetry. That's how you fuel your passion. By remembering that when you live a life that glorifies and honors God, remembering that you are God's poetry and you are renewed and recreated because you're joined to Jesus. Even before you were born, God knew what you would be passionate about. God knew and created you and gifted you in a way that is different from me or the person in the car with you or the person on the treadmill next to you. He created you in advance for the good works that you would do to fulfill your destiny. And by doing that, you're fueling your passion and carrying out what you're passionate about. And no one can answer that question except for you. And to figure it out, you just need to spend some time in prayer. 
um, maybe do a, um, a gifts survey. You know, they have a spiritual gift survey. If you're not sure what you're passionate about or what you're truly gifted in, do the spiritual gifts assessment. It might help give you a little direction. But I want to encourage you that when you are passionate about something and it's what God has gifted you to do and you're living your life in the way that glorifies and honors him, remembering that you are his poetry, you will fulfill your destiny with God in your life and through him working in your life. You're not going to do it on your own. You fuel your passion through your faith. You fuel your faith through prayer and journaling and meditating and church and small groups, Bible study. That's how you fuel your faith, which thereby fuels your passion. So I want to encourage you, whatever it is that you're passionate about, if things don't seem to be going right, just pause and say, okay, pause and pray. God, I thought this is what you wanted me to do. Can you help me please? And ask God to show you what you are where he's called you to live and when God's leading the way and you're following through with what glorifies and honors God based on the destiny that he's predestined you for Everything lines up. And even though you might get a little overwhelmed, you're not going to be tired. Because when you are fueling your passion with your faith, everything lines up. So I want to encourage you, figure out what you're passionate about, follow through with that passion, and... Find an accountability partner and share your passion with them. And pray. And ask someone to pray with you and for you of how you can use what you're passionate about to live a life that glorifies and honors God and fulfills the destiny that God planned for you. <clears throat> that he planned in advance for you. And never forget that you are God's poetry. Have a great day or evening, everyone. And I look forward to seeing you on Friday for the third part of this series. And thanks for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. Be sure to hit the favorite button so you're notified when a new podcast goes live. 
and have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday.